Have you ever wondered what a movie would be like that's low budget and a mixture of Tropic Thunder, Predator, and Rambo? Oh, also RoboCop. And any others? I mean, probably. <laughs> uh, I, I'm afraid to answer that question. You should be. Anyways, today we're watching Robo Wars. Hang out with us, and we'll be right back. Target seeking. Target seeking. Destroy. Destroy. <laughs> All right, everybody. So that was a fun intro. It was fun. Ah, the jury's still out. Yeah, we'll find out. You guys <laughs> let us know what you thought about that intro, because it's my job to figure out these intros. We're here to entertain yes. uh, you. <laughs> That's all we care about. Actually, not that really. Is. We, we care about drinking and talking to each other, so yes. you just get along for the ride. Um, <clears throat> so we're talking about Robo-War, uh, but of course, always, what do we do first, Anthony? Uh, what do we do first? We talk. Almost there. Almost there. Talk. It's right in front of you. Talk about computers. Almost the other thing in front of you. Notebooks. Okay, to the right of you. Telephones. Ooh, a little too far. Oh, beer. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was fun. That was fun for me. I hope it was fun for you. All right, Anthony, uh, talk to me about this beer that I'm about to consume way too fast. <laughs> All right, well, take your time with it because it's the only one we have for right now. So the the beer we have in front of us here is Mamba Out from Weathered Souls. What is Weathered Souls, you may ask, if you are from the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is something that we have if once we get past the age of 30. <laughs> uh, the uh, So Weathered Souls is a brewery. I, just re I recently took a trip down to San Antonio to visit a friend who was graduating from basic training uh, at, from the uh, Air Force basic training down there. And I figured, hey, while I'm in the area, let me take an opportunity and see what San Antonio has to offer. So I visited a bunch of different breweries down there. What I went do to... they have to offer us? <laughs> so they have a lot of good breweries. That's yeah, they what, do. That's for sure. I know. I want to go uh, down there. <laughs> there. There are several. Uh, too many for me to uh, to name off the top of my head. But uh, the few that I did get to visit, I did visit, uh, was it Roadmap Brewing? Yep. I visited Alamo uh, Brewing, mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, that's what they're uh, called, and I visited visited Weathered Souls, which is uh, nor in North San Antonio. It was a little bit out of the way. I was in the downtown area, uh, but boy, am I glad I went there. Yeah, because every beer I tried was amazing. So, was it your favorite that you visited? Of the ones I visited, that was my favorite. But I am deferential towards IPAs, yeah. particularly juicy IPAs, mm -hmm. and their IPAs hit me in the right spot. Yeah, this one's super good. So I went, and uh, while I was there, I got a. Uh, small crowler uh had them make a small crowler for me a small can of mm -hmm. it and i brought it back and i brought back mamba out so what is mamba out you may ask mamba out is uh their brew it's their beer that they were working on and uh they named it after uh they <clears throat> they opened it just after kobe bryant had passed away mm. uh and so they uh head brewer there is a big fan of his and they named it after uh his him his moniker ma ma the mamba oh. Uh, so they named it for him, uh, but uh, it's a West Coast triple IPA. Very good. Uh, using Sabro, IDO7, and Citra. It's got really good flavors of coconut, orange, and tangerine uh, with some passion fruit in there. Uh, it comes in at 11.5% uh, alcohol by volume and 78 IBUs. So it's it's got that bitterness that you want with that mm. juiciness, but it's not like it doesn't hit you on the palate and like, smash smash you with all the bitterness of course so i it's like to be smashed yeah <laughs> it's like it's, it's it's sneaky like that but uh, you just uh take a take a take a sip here oh god yeah it tastes it, even out of the can it tastes just as good as it did off the tap it's a very good flavor yeah and uh mamba uh, out if you are in the san antonio area and you're able to get uh this from their brewery i highly suggest it uh what what were the flavors on this again so they uh, mm -hmm. they have listed on there the the hints of they have hints of coconut orange and tangerine with subtle notes of passion fruit. Yeah, you definitely get the orange in that. Yeah, I, I think that's what I was tasting. I wanted it, I almost just said it, but then I was like, I don't want to sound like an idiot. But oh, that's uh, so yeah. The yeah, the orange is it's definitely heavy uh, on the orange. it's very very orange uh, orange. Uh, I don't really it? get the coconut. I I didn't get that as much. I got the passion fruit a little bit with that, mm -hmm. but the orange and the tangerine are very uh, very apparent in there. Yeah, you get the. You get that at the back end. That passion fruit. Mm-hmm. 
but I really I don't think I taste any coconut. Even besides that, though, it is super good beer. Very orangey, yeah. which is perfect. But orangey, whole, mandarin. Yeah, the whole flavor it was it rounded out with that alcoholic, uh, that kind of boozy flavor to it, yeah. too. That you get in a typical, oh, in yeah. your, as, you, as you start getting your double and your triple IPAs. Yeah. So it's a uh, very, very high suggested. Uh, go check it out. Go check out Weathered Souls uh, or if any of your local breweries is teaming up with Weathered Souls, definitely check it out. Uh, Turning Point here in town did a team up with them on oh, really? uh, Can You Move Your Seat Up? And there was another one they teamed oh, up with them, them. on. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so they uh, they they do it all. Stouts, IPAs. Uh, I, they even had some good uh, golden nails uh, that my wife liked. She likes some of the lighter stuff nice it was she uh she even she enjoyed some of the stuff they had to offer so go check it out it's good stuff weather tools nice Re- read all about it cool 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 i we've been wanting to go down there and i'll make sure to put that on my list to go yeah how did you like uh roadmap though roadmap was good too uh i tried a bunch of their ipas it's not necessarily my kind of ipa mm. uh but we also tried some of their other stuff that was that, those were good okay so yeah, I just, it I just wasn't them. my favorite. My favorite was Weather Tolls. They're really but. active on social media, so I yeah. think that's one reason people are like, ooh, I want to go there. But. So I would, uh, that's not, uh, I, I didn't have anything bad. I will definitely say that. Both Alamo and Alamo's facility is just crazy, like, just cool. Oh, it's really? All, it's a, a whole, this, they have this whole outdoor thing going. Nice. Uh, there were people. It's a good uh, place to have outdoor stuff, too. Yeah, I saw, I, I think while I was there, I saw <clears> two <throat> birthday parties. <laughs> and an engagement party uh, oh, going dang. on. It was a uh, it was an active scene to say the least. And that's it's right close <clears throat> to down. I think uh, I me. I was right downtown and uh, took me about two or three minutes to get there. Nice. So uh, yeah. But uh, same same with uh, roadmap. Roadmap was right downtown. Uh, really easy to get to, and there was a nice bar- barbecue joint within walking distance. It <sighs> was really good. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. Overall, San Antonio beer scene alive and well. Go check it out. Good to know. I'll make it down there one day. Yeah. I have friends down there that I need to go see, and that would be good. Is that it about beer? What are we looking forward to next month? Dallas, Dallas Beer Fest, right? Wow, that's Is that what it's called? next month, yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, so uh, Dallas, uh, I think it's called like Dallas the big the big texas beer fest big texas beer fest there we go that's so, what it's called let's read this again next month we have coming up big texas beer fest we're both pretty excited about that we are we went last year before we did podcasts before i did any of the really the instagram stuff yeah before any of this came along but this is when we really really realized the potential in this medium yeah that is that is beer how much there particularly for me how much there is out there coming from a smaller town yeah uh where there's maybe only three or four decent sized breweries and then mm-hmm. come to dallas i didn't realize there were this many breweries here i mean even i've lived here my whole life and didn't realize how insane beer is around here yeah uh i i've been trying to think of ways to incorporate our podcast to texas beer fest i don't know if i can do any kind of recording stuff if anything maybe we'll just do a lot of pictures and share i don't know i'm still trying to figure out how to get our podcast anyway our next so our next episode, it's going to be a movie, but maybe after that, we'll just sit and talk about and share pictures and stuff like that of, of Texas Beer Fest, because I know that's something we've talked about is adding in just random stuff, not just movies, but like random episodes where we just chat about oh, yeah. about beer or something. Because so. as we both know, this is a either a movie cat podcast where we talk about beer or a beer podcast where we talk about movies. Yeah. Depends but... which one of us you ask. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So uh, yeah, having that uh, having that beer talk uh, type podcast, all about it. Yeah, but it'll be a fun episode. Yeah, but if there's any, uh, if, if we're gonna probably jump ahead to. I'm jumping ahead to this a little bit early, but if yeah, there's any fun. beers that you want us to beers you want us to check out and talk about, or if there are any beers that you or breweries that you want us to hit up and kind of see what they have to offer, uh, definitely hit up hit us up on our social media. So we're up on Facebook now. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, we're uh, I, uh, that's on, just uh, let's do a let's, podcast. Let's do a podcast. We're yeah. on Twitter at let's tweet a uh, let's tweet a podcast, uh, and we're on uh, Instagram at let's insta podcast insta pod. Yeah, insta. Uh, at i n uh, l e t s i n s t a p o d. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, even if it's out of state, I'm pretty sure we could find ways of getting it. But we'd prefer to try to stick with Dallas because it's something we can actually get. 
Yeah, it's a lot of easier <clears throat> stuff to get. Uh, but hey, out of state, I'm all about it too. We just, I mean, just just the last podcast, we talked about stuff from Oklahoma and Kansas. Yeah, so. which if you haven't listened to, go check out our last one. Uh, we did Godzilla, King of the Monsters. We had my mom on for our first guest. It was super fun for both of us, right? Yeah. I mean, I oh, had it was a enjoyable. Yeah, it was super fun, uh, and that definitely motivated me to figure out how to do guests in a easier way because. You know, it, it was a little difficult on the technical side of it, but it, it was, was a lot of fun to it do. It was particularly interesting just just in having a kaiju expert uh, with us here so we could uh, kind of uh, get some further understanding in what the character and motivations are of these terrible thunder lizards yes. destroying uh, it was really Boston. Fun. And just hearing afterwards, my mom listened to it, and she was just like, that was great. I had a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it again. I was like, we'll definitely have you on again. It oh, was a yeah. lot of fun. We I think we all clicked very well. All right, oh, Robo War time. So, so Ryan, what are your feelings? What are your feelings on foreign cinema? I used to like it. Oh, <laughs> what happened? I watched this movie. Oh, so so Robo War is a. Uh, if you hadn't guessed already, it is a foreign film. Oh, so, uh, if you want to watch along with us, uh, if you want to pause the podcast right now and go watch this movie, you can find we'll it wait. on Amazon Prime uh robo war it's just free right war. now it's just free to put for that right now. right now i don't know if they're gonna after the all the attention we bring to it they may put a paywall right. up but it's robo war and it's the 1988 version apparently there's a one that came out last year we had some confusion about that yeah me and him were texting i was like i can't find the one that you want me to watch and so he sent it to me i was like this is 2019 i'm a little confused the yeah. way they i think the way they worded it was very confusing yeah so it's a uh, so this movie is a 1988 uh, Italios Ita- I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly Italiosleys movie. I think so. Uh, it's, it's a very very much of a, it seems very much a knockoff of your Predator, your RoboCop, your uh, Aliens. Maybe I'm not. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, well, it's definitely Predator. I, I feel like there was so much Predator to this; it was ridiculous. And then also Tropic Thunder. Yeah, it's, it's Tropic Thunder. Watch well, this. I, except I know that this Tropic Thunder didn't time. take itself seriously, whereas this movie kind of takes itself yeah. very seriously. Which I know I've referenced. I feel like Tropic Thunder a couple of times in this movie, but this one, I was like, this one hit it. But uh, oh man, where to even start with this movie? So just going to the synopsis. The synopsis is like the long and short of it, and you really don't need much more description of this movie before you get into it. I don't want to spoil too much for you in our. <laughs> description in our talk about this movie i'm pretty sure we could spoil it and it's fine <laughs> there's like only maybe one surprise in this movie uh but the uh so basically from the long short of it is a group of commandos heads into the jungles of venezuela which that's not the case no <laughs> on a highly classified mission and encounters a robotic killing machine that's the movie yep that's, that's what that happens exact movie so that's that is that is accurate advertising they're they're not selling you a bill of goods that you're not getting i've seen some descriptions where they are like just straight up fibbing the only so fib here is bells? that he, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes uh whereas in this one the only thing that's false in this statement is that they say it's venezuela when it is not it is definitely indonesia or at least it very much appears so it's they, they don't make it super clear where these guys are and guess what it doesn't really matter so it's uh it's like uh also because uh, you would I, I would hope you would figure it out because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of gorillas throughout the course of the movie and they're very obviously not venezuelan yeah so, so before we get uh started too far i have random facts that i saw and i thought would be fun to share okay so <clears throat> the marijuana that the guys smoked on the boat that was real. Oh, marijuana. Is that where the, so is that where Corporal Old Man? He's like uh, smoking, and he's like got his he's yeah got his over his face like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, apparently that's real marijuana. <laughs> straight up smoking a doobie. Yep. And then the actor who played the sideboard fainted twice during the shooting of the film due to extreme heat. Oh, I bet that guy's like wrapped up in a plastic case. Yeah, and the guys like wearing almost nothing. They're still sweating their asses off. Oh yeah. So I saw that and I was like, those would be fun random things to share with you guys. <laughs> oh man. So So the uh, uh the other uh, interesting thing is the director of this movie. Uh is, is, so he's is, he's credited in this movie as his name being Vincent Don. Uh his name is actually Bruno Mattei and he's known as the Italian Ed Wood. If you're a follower of old school Hollywood hmm. 
uh, Ed Wood, he's the ultimate purveyor of the most terrible crap fest movies in old Hollywood. He made such movies as uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Okay. Uh, he did a lot of work with Bela Lugosi, uh, but it, it, he, his movies are famous for being lambasted by Mystery Science Theater uh, quite quite often. Mm. So this is this would definitely have been a candidate to be uh, a Mystery Science Theater 3000 movies if they had oh, been able yeah. to get the rights. I wouldn't be surprised if this was one that they were going to go for. But I hope so. But they did uh, lambast another Red Brown movie, which was Space Mutiny. So <laughs> so uh, maybe they didn't want to hit up hit hit up Red Brown too much. So. That's kind of what brought my attention to this movie is Red Brown being in this movie. Oh man, yeah, because he's he's the he's the lead in this, and he uh, he does deliver. But is this is definitely not one of his best movies, and that's saying a lot. I mean, it was still fun though. <laughs> oh yeah, it's still fun. So the intro of the movie is actually a clip I'm going to share. Yes, I'm going to share a clip. I'm super and stoked about feature. this. Yeah. Um. So pretty much the scene is it starts off chaotic like you don't know what the fuck's going on oh you do not know i paused it i rewound it because i was like i must have missed something my streaming must have like skipped a whole like first half of the movie because it just like starts so anyways these guys are in a helicopter that's pretty much all we know so far yeah and then we get introduced to the robot his sounds or his talking yeah so let's go ahead and play the clip of the robot talking and maybe some of the helicopter I mean, come on, how fucking annoying is that? Oh, right now he's shooting random shit, too. Yeah. And, like, whenever it shows the imaging of the robot, like, it's so pixelated. Oh, the identities are censored for their health and safety. Yeah. And for ours, too. (laughs) For our health. But, I mean, yeah, right now it's just explosions. But in a second, it'll start again. So, right now it's really just, like, the intro credits of it. I'm just jamming out to this 1980s techno beat. Yeah, and this is... I think this is the song that's played throughout the whole fucking movie. Later on, we have a clip of whenever they're walking around. Oh, yeah. We have radio contact with now black eagle but your diagnosis check is not manifest on screen give us verbal rundown but right now there's nothing technical in this episode or in this scene we're drifting everything's out sensors gauges the works everything makes no sense black eagle yeah this movie makes no sense there we go okay so we hear that throughout the whole fucking movie oh uh, so the only the only thing i can really understand that he's saying is receive receive yeah receive receive receive, receive. <laughs> but uh so that's like really the setup for the movie is basically uh what we figure out later is uh in in the course of this we have no idea what the hell's going on but in the course of this we figure out there's this robot that they've unleashed on this area that maybe venezuela maybe indonesia uh where it's basically the ultimate killing machine and it's they've lost control of it that's but but it's hard to get it from that because they're just and like it takes so long to get there oh yeah so long it's like not even in the beginning setup of the movie <laughs> but the uh so they we basically get the it goes from that straight up into the lineup of who our heroes of this for this movie are going to be where we uh find out it's the uh uh, the the heroes their names are uh their name is corporal cory right. the oldest corporal in the u.s army mm-hmm. this guy's cor- a corporal is like this coming out of basic training you go private private second class private first class corporal right so and this dude is like looks like he's in his like 50s he looks like he'd be like a colonel so i was like okay that's weird then you got diddy bop their names yeah these, this is, these are their code names yeah uh papa doc which is this old doc their old doctor uh then you got blood his name being sunny peel he's the martial arts expert who we never see him do martial arts never never once <laughs> i was waiting for it uh quang who is a guy uh this guy i think he's vietnamese he was in the vietnam war yeah. uh, for the u.s army and he ended up joining this team which i would like i would like to get back backstory on that that would have been interesting for real uh, and then Killzone, who is our hero, our chief hero, uh, played by Reb Brown, 
he's the uh, guy who runs this group. Uh, and then uh, we also get Masher, who's going to be joining with this team. And he is not well-liked by this team. But nope. they all make up this group called BAM. And what does BAM stand for? Well, I have a clip for you. So let's start this clip. I'm not sure where I'll start, but... Why do they have nicknames? You should know what the group is called. Bam. Bam. Big-ass motherfuckers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you so can like, stop it right there. That's get it. Get to it and go get fucked like a nom. Oh, my God. <laughs> His little ad <laughs> that he adds I, to. Come I, on. I thought I misheard that the first time I heard... Well, the first time I saw that, I was like, wait, wait a second. What? I paused. I rewound. And he played it again. Big-ass motherfuckers. I was like... So they have big asses. What am I going to see? I was like, "Bam!" Had to be bad, bad badass motherfuckers, right? Yeah, I, definitely not. It's totally big ass motherfuckers. Yeah, God forbid they actually use something that actually works instead <laughs> of that. Which I had to think that this was a mistranslation on the part of the people translating this movie from Italian to English, or the writer translating his stuff from Italian to English, right? And just not getting the idioms, but big ass motherfuckers is is not number one not threatening nope <laughs> number two hilarious as hell if your enemies hear that big ass motherfuckers is coming like what they're either they're uh, giant or they have giant asses yeah. okay but they're not very threatening <laughs> no not at all <laughs> oh my god so that gosh. was just okay that was pretty funny so from then we pretty much meet the group yeah, so we see them. Uh, so we see that they are coming up on this boat, uh, and uh, I think through the course of conversation, we get that they're not being told what's going on. Yeah, yeah, they're so, just like you're going on a mission. Here you go, leave. Yeah, they get like literally zero details. There's like you're going to go here, and then you're gonna go, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, but they show up, and they show up in what looks like their little sister's workout outfits. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I was laughing so hard at. I don't, I don't remember his name, but he had, like, the cutoff shirt that barely covered his, Oh, like, yeah. Uh, so, the Killzone. 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 Killzone shows up, and he's wearing, he's like, wearing a, his teal, sister's... a teal romper yeah. that shows his midriff. And oh, he's wearing geez. a matching teal pants. It was so bad. And, like, white sneakers, and uh, he's he looks like he's ready to go, let's go, guys. Yeah. Yay. Uh-huh. Let's do it. Go team, go. team. go. <laughs> so... But then, yeah, then he is actually the badass. But then we get the then we get the true feel of this team. We find out how unlikable these guys are because the uh, uh, yes, we acknowledge this is a totally a 1980s movie, but they start making like gay jokes and AIDS jokes. Oh man, that's... And I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's been a long time since it's been acceptable. But I'm gonna think... go ahead and say that that's on my do- dislike list. Yeah. Of this. Oh yeah, <laughs> we can go ahead. And, we can go ahead and bring that up. But, it's like uh, yes, we know these movies. They are they are a time capsule of that time period. But even then, I think it would be like which not acceptable. I feel like all the racial, sexual slur things that shouldn't be said. All that was on the boat, mm-hmm. and then we just moved the fuck on. Yeah, like, with the, that stuff never came. Yeah, up again. it didn't come up again. So at least there was that. Yeah. So at least they're like, all right, we hit that. Let's move on. Not yeah. dwell on it too Check much. Check that box right there. Seriously. Um, and then okay, so. Pretty much they get to, which we're not sure how they know, but they got to the beach that they need to go. Yeah, we, 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 didn't, we didn't see how they got there. They're just all of a sudden on the beach. Yeah, all of a sudden they're there. Yeah. and We they, didn't get like the Arnold Schwarzenegger dressing up sequence. Or taking off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't, we didn't dress up underwear and they, go, they didn't take off their rompers and put on their commando Oh, uh, the scampies. Yeah. They're scampies. <laughs> so, anyways, they're on a beach and all of a sudden they're like, okay, well, let's go explore whatever the fuck that we're doing however as they're walking off the beach what do they see they see something moving in the brush and what happens they just empty like every oh round of God. ammo they have into it which later on i'm gonna play a clip of them unloading uh their guns it's ridiculous yeah they just but they just go like freaking buck wild absolutely ham. Yeah. it's so stupid it's this this is one of the movies where they have unlimited ammo <laughs> they, they unlo- uh, yeah they got the infinite ammo cheat. yeah they unlocked that cheat for us <laughs> and there's a lot of spraying and praying kind of thing like, oh yeah let's just like close our eyes hold down the trigger and see see what the fuck happens but every time they see one of these things they see something moving in the brush and they go and find what they what they killed they just find a body that's been dead for a long time I was like, so I want to say, like, they killed the hell out of those guys. They really did. They killed them so hard, they died, like, two weeks previously. Yeah. It's like they were already there. Um, 
kind of blanking on what's next. So they keep uh, so they keep finding all these dead gorillas. Then uh, Sonny, our martial arts expert, uh, or Blood, as he's as his code name is, he right. stopped. He steps on a budgie. Oh yeah. Which that I was like, me. oh, I was like, well, I was like, well, well, dang, we're not gonna see him do any martial arts tricks anymore. Yeah, he had a hurt leg by then. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I thought it was like, oh, they're gonna kill the black guy first. I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I thought it was die. gonna be the typical, yeah. like, the black guy is the first one to die. I was like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to jump it a little bit ahead, he is the first one to actually die, anyways. But it wasn't right then. It wasn't right then. <laughs> it wasn't that second. He it still did early. a lot of damage whenever it came to. Oh destroying yeah, he got shit. he got the he got the fire off every round he had. Yeah, he and, had and every ammunition, his bazooka. He did it all. So, anyways, yeah. So eventually, they're exploring their shooting dead bodies that are already dead blah 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 a lot of shit that doesn't really matter they finally they finally come across the robot though masher finds that yes. comes across the robot he gets left in the woods by himself for a bad move yeah but, but don't they, go by but yourself they, but they absolutely detest this guy from day like from the first moment they meet him so yeah it makes sense yeah they dislike him so it doesn't really matter uh, um so the that happened a lot doesn't really actually happen in the oh, so It's part. just a lot of walking. I think the most interesting part of the walking is when uh, Corporal Corey, the oldest corporal in the United States military, he uh, he makes fun of the doctor and he says he walks like a ruptured duck. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, I'm going to have to Google that. What is a ruptured duck? But I was yeah. like, okay, ruptured duck, got it. <laughs> so, yeah, a ton, a ton of this movie is them walking with music. And I'm going to play the music because there's nothing happening, but because of the music, it sounds like something extreme or something's about to happen. It's like so, it must be followed by this monkey. Yeah, this is it. This is constant. They played this little clip on repeat, even with the fucking monkeys. Yeah. Watching Marvel as they walk in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. I almost wish I could just keep this on repeat like, for our guys, background music. Just so you know, these guys are not even on the screen at this point. No, we're looking at nothing. We're looking at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're slowly walking around. I mean, I wish there was a, really, a way to keep nice this. here. Like back home in Alabama. Ugh. Up yours. <laughs> Dummies. All right, so that's the music that you hear throughout this whole movie. And it's exhausting because there's so many parts where... It's just like maybe f really, I think I timed one of them. It was ten minutes of them just walking in that music. Oh yeah, and again, I thought about playing that time. clip, but I was like, I don't want to spend ten minutes just listening to one stupid clip. Oh, and again, a good chunk of that time, they're not even on the screen. No, they're we're, not. We're just staring at the woods or the jungle or wherever they're at. I wouldn't be surprised that they filmed this like um, in the woods out in like uh, in Burbank somewhere. All right. Uh, so the next the next big moment that we see is when those civilians are getting chased by those jeeps. Right. Which uh, that was a weird scene. It was me. a weird. So it looked to me like a bunch of frat boys chasing okay, down cool. just a bunch of random people. Awesome. I, I was just like was something like, is really it was, it was off like, about this. Yeah. It was like frat boys and hippies were in these cars chasing these civilians, and uh, they're like, "We have to do something." And the guy's like, "No, we have to stay. We have to." We have to stick to the mission, and they're like, "No, we're gonna do something about it." But those guys take take so long it that was... everybody dies except for one person. Which it seems like they waited till everybody died till the girl is alive. Not like, okay. Let's save the yeah, girl. But even then, almost she almost died. But they uh, right. But they uh, and like they end up hopping out. It's like okay, they're in. There's. I gotta give them credit because a lot of times in these movies you'll just see the faceless villains where it's like they just substitute like a bunch of brown people in there and right. they just kill the brown people and they just like brown people is code for like enemy. Where so I gotta give them credit. It was a bunch of like it, again it looked like a bunch of frat boys from the local college. Yeah, it was so very a bunch of white little, people, very white people in these yeah. cars wearing the uh, wearing the gorillas garb. Uh, so they're wearing those tiger stripe uniforms. And there was, like, this one darker-skinned hippie who was, like, the last guy to survive. Oh, he was hilarious. But he, they basically, he basically has a standoff. And that's when you know that Killzone doesn't give a fuck. He will just straight-up shoot you. He doesn't care if he shoots that lady. Yeah. He's just going to shoot you. He just wants to. He unloaded. I mean, all of them unloaded on all of the cars, all everything. Like, I was like, what the hell? I'm pretty sure. I mean, at that moment, I, uh, I don't remember his name, but the guy with the shotgun. Masher. His yeah. eyes were closed at a point. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay. It was like, uh, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. It was this, pretty funny. This was freaking, again, 
crazy craziness. And then all of a sudden, so they save her life. And then all of a sudden, she's like, cool. She's like, okay, I'll join the team. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I wouldn't want to be left in the jungle either by myself. But I wouldn't want to go with those guys. Yeah, those guys are freaking nuts. Yeah. Even if I just met them and they just fucking unloaded like that, almost killed me, I'd be like, I don't want to hang out with you guys. It's like, they're crazy, number one. Number two, they are very unlikable people. Yes. They are assholes. And, I mean, they're hot. (laughs) Like warm or? Yes. They're very warm. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm just making sure here. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, So... Which, I don't know if I already said this part, but there's so many awkward silences in this movie. Oh, yeah. Which they, like I think they try, to cover it up. they try to cover it up with that music. Yeah. Should we just keep running that, let's, that music? Let's just throw the music on there. This is awkward. So, I mean, what's the most... There's so much crap in between, but what's the next important part? So, they, so they find the village, the, the uh, San Pedro... I think it's called San Pedro. Yes. Uh, where I almost wanted the to play hospital clip, was. but it's so long. Oh, yeah. It, but it's like, okay, if you watch this movie, just fast forward to that. It is freaking... Like, if you watch the trailer, it. it's like a big chunk of the trailer. I where they're just like it. going crazy, and they have like... It's like, hey, you scared the crap out of me. Ba ba ba, I kill you. And yeah, yeah, the guy goes, you scared the crap out of me to a bad guy and starts beating the shit out of him. It was really funny. I loved that so, like, scene. That was pretty funny. Uh, but uh, this is where you see Sonny Peel, uh, aka Blood, go like freaking unhinged absolutely crazy yeah he's like because i think he's told to watch the watch after uh her name is virginia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we we find out through dialogue he's told to watch out after her because uh, she's like trying to find the hospital where all these kids were uh so and he just doesn't do that he just keeps killing bad guys yeah and uh he just like starts maniacally laughing like ha 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 ha, ha. <laughs> yes. and he's like firing bazooka and just like going nuts oh my god every time anybody would laugh in this movie it was so just cringy oh yeah <laughs> it's so it was like it's like you pass it was like past spaghetti western of like yes. nuts so okay again i don't want to harp too much on that scene but that was probably the best scene of the whole movie. Well, yeah, that was the best scene because uh, there was one part where Killzone he stabs like one of the gorillas and he says, "Don't move, don't move." Yeah, he like stabs him through the gut into the like the building, and then he also says one to another one, goes, "Sorry," as he stabs the shit out of him, kicks him. You're like, "Oh my god!" I, I thought I was hearing things when no, I saw that. He said, "Sorry." Oh man, <laughs> but he's uh, and then we get the also the my favorite, just one of my favorite red brown things. You get we get a lot of him yelling in yes. these scenes. Oh my god! Because uh, red brown when he yells, he doesn't yell like Arnold, where Arnold goes, "Oh." Red Brown goes like this. Ah! Ah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, like oh, he's just man. got a high pitched yell, and it's just comical. It's anytime so funny. You, any movie any movie I've seen him in, that's just how he yells. That's his yell. All right, what's the next important scene? I'm trying to skip all of the bullshit in between because there's so, a lot of it in this yeah, movie. Yeah, there's so much bullshit. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Blood Sonny Peel, the martial artist, he dies before we get to see him do one karate chop. Aww. Yep, he gets blown up by the robot. Which we all saw coming yeah. at that point. Well, I mean, again, they kind of telegraphed it because he is an African American, and on top of that, he's already crippled. Movie. Yeah, and right. he was yeah the budgie got him, which he seemed to be doing okay with that. He was hopping around just fine. And they always made the him like be the last one behind, cover our cover our butts. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Who's gonna cover my butt?" He yeah, that was that. pretty funny. Yeah, was pretty so funny you lot. knew he was about to die, anyways. So he dies, the robot starts exploding the town, they run away, blah, blah, blah. So we, just, we see them walk away, and then there's a sequence where they're walking, and they end up right before they get to the river. Uh, and oh, there's a sequence scene. where, I don't know if you noticed this, but there's a sequence they're kind of montaging a little bit. Yeah. And we see Sonny Peel's alive again. Blood's yeah. alive. Yeah, he's, he's walking in the background. <laughs> like one scene. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> it's like he's back. And then he's still dead. Yeah, so before. So they're walking around, and they're like, okay, keep your eyes open for this robot, you know. And then one guy swears he sees the robot. And yeah. that's the clip I'm about to play. Oh, oh yes, yes, let's hear this. So I'm not sure, you know, I, I put it where I thought, because I'm just doing this straight. This is where uh, Diddy Bop goes after him, right? Yeah, so he thinks he sees something. Well, because he's like, he's like crazy, because apparently Diddy and Blood were best buds. Yeah. So let's see what this clip has to hold. I, I think I have it right where before the shooting starts, so. So right now it's him alone walking around. It's Papa Doc. Oh man, I had I thought I had this set up right before they started shooting. 
This is very indicative of what we see for the rest of the movie. Oh. Okay. Sorry. There we go. Yeah, you were right. You were right there. Okay, so. Obviously, the robot's close by. He sees them. And then all the gang comes to shoot. <laughs> oh, there's one guy, and now we have four more guys joining the joining the gang here. Not a single reload. See, you can see he's like closing his eyes to shoot every time. Oh yeah, the slow mo And in that scene, if you notice, he doesn't even have a clip in. Oh, they because I I thought some of them I thought I saw some of them they had those short clips like so, the little twenty round mags. But if I were to rewind it, it's here. Look, there is no clip right there. Ah, uh, the clip is already out of the gun in that scene. <laughs> But anyways, so there's so many scenes like that where all of a sudden it goes from like calm to unlimited ammo. Let's just like hold down the trigger, close our eyes, and scream. Oh, there's no lead up to it. And no. the and the robot. Did you see how like the robot? He like pop. He he's been playing hide and seek with these guys the entire time. He pops his head out, and then he like then you see him like turn around and like run away. Yeah, but, like he's like he's got a load in his pants. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that that clip is so funny. But uh. Uh, but I think it's, at one point we also see that uh, Virginia's walking around and she's got a gun now at some point too. We never see her use it though. No. Because she doesn't need to. She has all those big strong men. Uh, so we... Uh, but we see Diddy Bop. Uh, he gets... Uh, throughout the course of this, he gets... Like, he sees the robot. He runs and chases after him. Corporal Corey's like, no, don't go. Diddy Bop gets killed. They, they, then they go looking for Diddy Bop's body. They never find it, but we see it. It's like hanging up the tree somewhere. Right. Uh, then we see uh, the scene where uh, Killzone and Masher have their little chat. Where they're basically like, hey, this thing's ki killing us off. What's going on? Tell us what's, what's up with this. And uh, he basically, Masher basically spills the beans and says, hey, this is what's happening. It's a robot. Omega whatever. Uh, Omega 1. Right. Omega One's a robot, and he's just like this robot that I built, and he's just gonna kill us all off. And then he walks away, and Quang comes up and says, "Hey, uh, let me at him, and he'll talk." And then, and then Killzone's like, "No, don't worry about it. He'll die before he talks." And I'm just like, "He just literally told you everything. What do you mean he'll die before he talks? He, yeah. You like barely threatened him, and he's like, okay, here's yeah, what's okay. going on. Yeah, I'm good." Uh, so then we get to the next part where I mentioned earlier that they're getting ready to cross the river. So we see uh, Quang goes first, then right. uh, was it Masher, mm -hmm. and then Papa Doc's getting ready to go. And uh, their names are so awful. Yeah, I, I know, just have right? to point that out again. Uh, <laughs> but, but Papa Doc, he goes. Well, I mean, he's kind of a Papa Doc. He's kind of a portly fellow. Yeah, <laughs> he's funny. He always talks about. Do you know God? He's one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Jesus? Are you friends? with christ right now sir he does kind of give off that aura a little bit yeah but he starts so he starts walking across he's not too he's not too sure i mean he's used to hanging with these guys and doing what they do but he's he just starts going and uh with kill zone sitting there on the far side yeah <laughs> yeah this is him crossing the street but as we'll see here in a little bit papa doc doesn't have the best time walking across as we see but you hear which where the fuck is the robot right now yeah so, we're, so the other thing was like we're having a hard time seeing i had the hardest time kind of figuring trying to figure out what the robot's looking at when you we see the robot's vision Ray, hurry up! i can't what do you mean something's got my feet come on papa doc what the hell are you talking about <laughs> And we don't know what the fucking robot's looking at. It keeps on showing him. Yeah, I think it's looking. Is at he it. underwater? I think it's looking at his feet. Yeah. But how is he underwater? So I think it's that big, uh, that's weird, that weird uh, robot penis thing that he uses to kill him later. Yeah. All right. I just, I just love the part where he was just like, row, row, row. You're walking oh. across the stream like, come oh, on, like, bro. Obviously, Papa Doc doesn't give a fuck about anything. No, he point. doesn't. He, he's like, oh whatever. Uh, so, uh, at that point, he gets pulled down, it pulled into the water, uh, 
Killzone and uh, Corporal Corey are splashing around trying to find him, and we can't. He doesn't find him. So I'm like, all right. I put in my notes. I'm like, all right. Papa Doc is now dead. Uh, turns out Papa Doc has been dragged off into the brush somewhere right. and left. <laughs> so we don't know what happened. Uh, we but won't ever know. They the other guys are the other guys are looking for him because they think maybe he just rolled, got taken by the current. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we see that he uh, he starts yelling, the robo the the robot uh, the robot uh, sees him. The, the robot the robot sees him. <laughs> the other people see him. He starts running around and they find him and he's like, oh good, the robot was chasing me, but he's not chasing me anymore. And then we see this weird robot arm thing come out and grab him and just drag him. And so we the see the robot him. penis. Yeah, the robot penis is basically what I thought it was. <laughs> yes. And basically we see him getting dragged through the brush for about a minute where he's just kind of getting dragged along yeah. until, until we don't see him anymore. We hear him yelling and then he's dead. Yeah. So he's officially dead. This time, yeah. Yeah. So Papa Doc kind of kind of gets a very drawn out death scene. I feel like Papa Doc's the character that would like, he just disappears, he's dead. Yeah. And we didn't need the rest of that. Because the rest of this whole, the rest of the robot's capabilities in that respect don't really factor in no. like ever again. Not at all. Uh I think at uh, some somewhere in this point we also get a flashback uh, that's really not all that well explained uh, back to Vietnam of uh, a <sighs> that lieutenant. That was terrible. Yeah, a, a, a lieutenant that Killzone worked with previously, uh, but it's like a very short uh, thing. And like I was like, they must have put a lot of effort into this flashback that they used for like thirty seconds. Yeah, but it was like a friend of his that uh, died stepping on a landmine. <laughs> so it was such a bad scene, but it so ties into. To, to the plot twist later it does but it's a bad scene either way uh but uh then we see them they go hide in the woods uh masher has got this little box uh so in in the course of the the river crossing quang takes his little tracker and tosses it in the reverse so now it's broken but he's still got a button that'll like blow up the robot right. so we, so we figure out oh he can blow up the robot whenever he wants uh they get in their little uh they get in their little uh uh, fortification they're hiding from the robot they put landmines all around it the of course the robot can see landmines starts blowing up the landmines uh mashers finally gets up the gumption he's gonna walk up to the robot and press the button to blow it up because you have to be like apparently for the self-destruct mechanism to work you have to be within like half a meter of this thing yeah you so, have to be giving it a hug so he gets up there basically no surprise he goes to press the button and the robot grabs his hand and like basically uh, throws him on a landmine. <laughs> throws him onto a landmine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he blows up. And then we see uh, Corporal Corey go out there, and he goes to find the the box that got dropped. And he gets heart punched. He like spits up blood all over the camera. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was like, whoa. Yeah, unexpected. Yeah, but it was good. I liked it though. But then, uh, uh, then as the other two, uh, as Killzone and Virginia are fleeing, Quang's like, all right. I'll stay behind and delay him while you guys run away. Quang just stands there. Okay, so the the entire time, we haven't mentioned this, the, the entire time, the robot's got a gun, like a laser gun. Yeah, a laser gun. Yeah. So Quang's, We don't know how, but... Yeah, Quang's standing there with his knife, and he's just, like, standing there, like, ah. Uh, he's, like, not hiding or anything. He's just standing in the path. Yeah, he's going to attack this guy with a, uh, with that like has a, a laser machete. gun, and he has a machete. Uh, and I'm like, all right, if if he dies in any other way, then he just gets shot while he's standing there with us, and I will, I will be kind of mad. Well at least the movie could read my mind quang standing there the robot sees him uh the clearest that the robot has seen throughout the course of the entire movie and the robot just like i'm not getting near you boom shoots him quang's dead yeah it's like oh well that was anticlimactic <laughs> fast forward they get to the uh they get to another hospital that uh virginia built out in the middle of the jungle somewhere and they basically yeah. set it up so it's gonna explode they lure the robot there uh and uh they find out the robot's his ex-partner right yeah he's one of his former one of his former squad mates yeah it's like half or not even half but like barely it's like his head attached on a robot yeah, body to a robot body yeah. so he has a sentimental of so to this guy so it causes, robot. It, yeah it causes the robot to like pause for a second before killing him right uh then uh, this is where just like every the the momentum of the story just kind of falls off but they, they leave the building yeah, this they, is the point where it falls off yeah <laughs> <laughs> he leaves the building they leave the building uh they sh- they i think they stole the, did they steal the laser gun at some point yes. I, I think they stole the laser gun they fire into the building and it blows up big explosion 
Uh, then they run off. Uh, they're going to where the boat is. Yeah, they start flagging down up. a boat to come get them. Uh, but oh no, the robot's back because the still robot alive. still didn't die in the explosion. Uh, so he tells Virginia to go swim for the boat. Uh, she so she just hops in the water and starts swimming for the boat off the coast. She books it too. Yeah, she's doing pretty good. <laughs> uh, he runs back in the woods, ends up going to this uh waterfall where he basically the robot basically tells Killzone to kill him. Uh, and basically hands him the, the self-destruct box, Killzone presses the button, and then he uh, the robot points, and Killzone jumps off the waterfall, and the end. Yeah, that, that was the movie. <laughs> that was the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, if it was abrupt to you, it was also abrupt to me, because I thought... Yeah, it was just done. Yeah. It was like... Uh, it's, it, we see it Virginia how it the, started. Yeah, we see Virginia on the boat. We see uh, Killzone in the water at the base of the waterfall, and then it's over. Yeah. It very much ended how it started, which is suddenly it's like like you just so you you begin the movie and it's just like oh shit we're in a movie like what the fuck's going on and then ends like oh okay so this is it what's yeah. gonna happen yeah it begins it ends as it began yeah suddenly with no explanation yeah <laughs> so now that we talked about all of it what were your likes what did i like i you know as he can make good movies, bad movies, whatever. I will never not enjoy a Red Brown performance because I just enjoy him just kind of running around going, "Oh no, let's do this! Yeah. Ah, let's get him! That is pretty let's great. go!" Uh, so that uh, just his acting style is not good, definitely not great, but it's always interesting. It's very entertaining. Yeah, it's it's it, he's always uh, he's always doing things in an entertaining manner. If I ever get a chance to meet this guy, I would love to. He does the con circuit sometimes. That would be fun. Uh, and he's gotten very, he's gotten like some cult popularity from uh, the attention he's gotten through like uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm. And uh, he was, he was Captain America back in the, back in the 80s. You mean the one that my mom would watch? The, the 70s or 80s, yeah. That we talked about? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So he was Captain America. So he was in that. He was, I would say up there, but he was there. He was there. Yeah. So uh he his his performance was very interesting uh that's one of that that's like one of my big likes for this okay yeah what were your likes uh i have a few small things so one even though the music didn't quite fit i enjoyed the music on it i thought it was kind of fun uh and the cheesy slash silly bad acting yeah i really enjoyed that that without that the movie would have been just brutal to get through yeah so not gonna much much more really to touch on that so uh dislikes anthony what were your dislikes so i i feel like this movie took itself a little too seriously uh if it if it had leaned into the cheese factor a little bit more i think it would have made it uh it would have made it more interesting but i think they were trying to be a true competitor i think they saw in their minds that they would be a true competitor to these other movies like predator like rambo like RoboCop, that they Seriously. would be like, hey, yeah. people like all these things. Why would they like all these things together? It's a low uh, budget version. Yeah. So I mean, this is one of those movies that when you were a kid walking through like Blockbuster or your local video store, that you you may have seen the uh, cassette tape that had like the really cool art on it, and you thought to yourself, I really want to see that movie because the box art looks really cool, uh, but your parents wouldn't let you get it because it's just not a movie that for kids, right? This is uh, this is the warning to all of us that hey, those movies are probably mostly bad, uh, because they because they took themselves too too seriously. So if it, if if it if it, if this was made maybe like ten years later, in like nineteen ninety eight, mm-hmm. and they could have leaned into that cheese factor that much that much harder, and it would have been like that much more enjoyable. My dislikes from the beginning, I felt like it was very confusing. Yeah, they, uh, the way they do their editing, you don't know where anybody is in relationship to anybody else. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about already at the beginning, it just starts off very confusing. You don't know what's going on. But throughout the whole movie, you don't know what the fuck's going on. It was a little frustrating to me, just because I was like, I would like some sort of plot. Even though the, the portions that they take out to fill you in, you know, in quotations, mm-hmm. you still didn't know what the hell was going on. Um... And we already touched on it, but the uh, the racial inappropriate slur stuff that was mentioned on the boat, yeah, that, age, age jokes are never going to be cool. Yeah, it just I don't know, it rubbed me the wrong way, but I was very happy that it was that scene and it, you know. Yeah, 
Um, it wasn't a big part of it. And then towards the end of it, it just got really slow. Even though there's action scenes, I was I was ready for it to be over. Well, as the, I think as there were fewer people in the movie, uh, we we got to see less of those interactions, and it's like uh, whereas like you you expect that in a movie like this, a survival yeah. movie that we are gonna lose characters along they the way. They could have cut down time though. Yeah, it, uh, it just dragged. So yeah. yeah, no, I agree. So first off, let's let, let me ask the question: better than Hardcore Henry? No. Whoa. It was not. It was not better than. Whoa, I'm actually was, shocked. It was worse than Hardcore Henry. Oh my god, I disagree. I was never bored during Hardcore Henry. This was boring. Cardinal sin right there. Mmm, that's actually something to think about. But I gave it yes, yes. It, it's better than Hardcore Henry. For oh me. wow, really? Yeah. Oh, see, even I though it was boring, that. I still I still enjoyed it more than I did Hardcore. Henry. Now, if you for me, if you make your movie boring, I will not like it. I'm so you could be the cool it could be the best movie in the world it could be oscar nominated if it bores me i just don't want to watch it so then on to our second version of voting <laughs> i i think we can guess what's gonna happen so i'm gonna guess that it's a party foul for you party foul man wow yeah it's a Even, cheers for me it's this is one of, i mean i like red brown but this is uh this uh red brown in this movie is this is one of his worst movies and i just cannot abide it was bad, but I liked it. So this is a cheers for you? It's a cheers for me. No, not me, man. But but it's not one I would watch alone. I watched it alone, and I was bored, but I knew if I had either you or even my wife and anybody else, it would have been fun. Well, that's the thing. If I watched this with somebody else, it may have been more enjoyable, but I watched this by myself. Yeah, I did it too. it was in the evening, and I was just like, I was tired, and I was just like, all right, I just want to get through. I, I kept pausing. It's like, how much longer do I have left on this movie? I looked at that too, honestly. <laughs> so before we go into our last, uh, what we're enjoying, I just want to play one more little clip for you guys. So I hope you enjoyed this. Honestly, you could probably steal this music and just use it as our intro. Right? Yeah. Yeah, this is great. This would be a fun intro for our... <laughs> That's a great idea. Alright. I just... That music, it... You need to watch this movie, in my opinion, just because the music is ridiculous. Oh, well, that's a different recommendation. Do you recommend somebody to watch this movie? Well, yes. Yeah, I is... still don't. Okay. okay. <laughs> Alright. So, anything else you want to add about this movie before we move on, Anthony? You know, I take it back. I do recommend watching this movie. What? This a- <laughs> no! Oh, my so God. This is, this is a good watch. Uh, it's not the best thing in the world. Watch if you with somebody. Stuff, don't watch yeah, it alone. Yeah, watch with friends. Uh, okay. get, 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 get together with a bunch of people, and you can make... There's a lot you can make fun of, because there's, like, the credit... Actually, the credits were, like, one of the funniest parts, because the credits were misspelled and mislabeled. Yes. Uh, cause there was, uh, they, uh, they had Sonny and Diddy Bop, uh, they had them switched out for who was who. So there is enough in this movie to make, to kind of make fun and kind of, uh, just see what's going on and make fun and just have a, have a ball with it. Yeah. See, Jim Gaines is Sonny Peel. That's not Jim Gaines and that's Al- not Alex McBride as Gorino or oh, Diddy Bop. Oh God. Do you see they the, had him what's next, next up on my, uh, uh sleigh Amazon bells. sleigh bro, sleigh bells. <laughs> Oh, and that character was named Rubber Yeah, this is good ending music. But, uh... Wow, so you changed it to watch it with somebody. Yeah, watch it with friends. Uh, don't watch this by yourself, please, for the love of God. <laughs> this is good ending music. Alright, I'll go ahead and pause that. Um, so... We're done with the movie. Uh, thank you. What do you? What are you enjoying this last? It really should be this last two weeks since we only released two weeks. So what, this last two weeks, what's something that you've really enjoyed? Oh my goodness, what have I been enjoying? Actually, so uh, I've been, I've talked about this a lot. I've been playing a lot of different games because I got that uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, I've actually been digging into a lot of the games from a, a production company called Night School. 
there's one called uh, After Party that mm. I played. Uh, there are a lot of story-based games, but there's one I've actually been playing called Oxenfree. Uh, it was released in 2016, and you play as this girl named Alex. Uh, you're basically going with your friends to this island, uh, and you have this. The only thing you have in the game is your ability to talk to people, and you have a radio. And you play the game. You're you, uh, during different points of the game. You have to tune the radio. Isn't that what you talked about last week? Did I talk about Oxenfree last week? In, Go- in Godzilla. Well, that plays into the theme then, because <laughs> you. In this game, you have to play it multiple times to get the ending. So, oh, okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm, on my sure third, you... I'm on my third playthrough play okay. right now. Yeah, because you definitely talked about this. Oh, it's fine. You can okay. put it again. It's still oxen free. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. Is, <laughs> you know, I'm playing this again. I'm playing this now for the third time. But in order for the every time, it's kind of a mind trip because uh, every time you play, uh, it's kind of like other games like uh, Undertale, where you have to you have to play multiple times, and it tracks your playthroughs to where once you see when you see these. Uh, you see the repercussions of your actions in the previous playthrough affecting your new character. Uh, so definitely recommend it. Check it out. Uh, if if you even if you don't have the Xbox Game Pass, it's worth like I think it's like thirteen dollars. It's definitely worth the money. It's cool check cool to check out. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what's been what I've been doing. I need to get out and do more stuff. No, I mean. <laughs> I, I, I really want to play that game, because remember you talked about it in Godzilla, I was just like, oh, I need to get Game Pass. Yeah. But I'm not home long enough to play anything. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. I miss gaming, but... So, alright, so for mine, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but me and my wife are very... I don't want to say we're minimalist, because that puts a title, title on it, but we like to just live and have... Not a lot of clutter, honestly. So something that's really empowered me this last week is I started listening to the Minimalist podcast. It really motivated me to make sure I have things in my house that actually matter versus just clutter. Uh, besides just random crap. and Which is hard for me, especially with all my beer stuff, especially now. <laughs> now that I've really gotten to beer, I've gotten a lot of free stuff. I've gotten a lot of just glasses, a lot of shirts, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's really motivated me to make sure that the glasses that I have are ones that I actually care about and I get rid of the ones that I don't care about. And so if you're really thinking about just cutting down your clutter or the crap that you have at your home, either the minimalist or what's the one on Netflix? Uh, uh Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. Even yeah. that one's really good. That, cause she's more about just organization. Minimalists are more about cutting out that stuff. Uh, cause me and my wife, we, we, we really, we, we try to really pursue the spending our money on experiences and having fun versus buying random crap and having crap in our house. It's just, and I say crap, but it's mainly like things that don't matter to us. Um, you know, what, what to me is crap might be something that's actually worth having at home for you guys. So, I mean, there's different versions of being a minimalist. So I wouldn't say we necessarily are but we kind of try to follow the same practices so anyways that's what i've been enjoying we watch movies so you can drink beer yeah we watch the movies so you don't have to yeah (laughs) anyways follow us on the socials we already shouted that out twitter instagram facebook now uh facebook is let's do a podcast instagram is let's tweet a podcast no oh, wait let's insta podcast insta podcast let's tweet a podcast tweet a on podcast Inst- tweetagram uh it, twitter yeah. yeah we'll figure out this so much better the more we do it but you guys have been fantastic the feedback's been great we're working hard getting new equipment trying to have more fun yeah if you like adding what, guests if you like what you're hearing uh go ahead and give us five stars on your uh, local Which, po- uh, podcast provider give us a comment Give us some good feedback. If you don't like it, don't worry about it. You don't have to do anything. We have three reviews. You're, you're done. We have three reviews on Instagram. Nice. Are just ratings and they're five stars. Thank you to those. Yeah, thank you. Three people. I know that there's more. I got to figure out how to figure out all those stats and everything. Yeah, right? I'm not technically advantaged when it comes to that. Sort you know of thing, what? I'm so. just doing this anyways. Yeah. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. We're having a blast. Anthony, what's our ne- next episode? Our next episode is the classic the new classic the new classic velocipaster velocipaster the story of a pastor who turns into a velociraptor yes super excited 
FYI, it's going to be fun. Yeah, for your information, it's gonna be it fun. will be fun. I had fun. We're going to have fun. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Check you guys later. See ya.